Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I am Pastor Akanksha. It's good to be back on this platform to share God's love with you all. Today I will be speaking on the topic of religious traditions before the love of Jesus Christ. Quite an interesting topic. But before I start my message, I would like to pray and invite the Holy Spirit to minister to us and to be among us. Amen. Since I'm from India, I will be speaking on the various traditions that are practiced in India. And one such practice is of child sacrifice and human sacrifice, which is predominantly practiced in rural India. Now, there is a group of cultic people called Tantrics who sacrifice children and humans and offer them to Goddess Kali. Kali means power. Now, these children were sacrificed in order to gain purity, power and wealth. Although some people don't consider Kali as goddess um, because it's believed that she has black tongue which belongs to God of fire, but she's actually the wife of Shiva, the god who has third eye. Now the Shiva's wife took the form of Kali to defeat demon, but after killing the demon, she became uncontrollable and bloodthirsty. And only her husband can calm her down. When she takes the form of Kali, her tongue produces from her mouth, which symbolizes modesty and her thirst for blood. Kali's hair symbolizes bloodlust and mysteries of death. Her breast represents nurturance and sexual lust. Her nakedness represents purity and she wears a necklace um, which is made of skull, which signifies her rage to kill people. Though today in modern India, feminists view Kali as a mascot of female empowerment. But in one of the religious book called Kali Purana, she is viewed as a demon. Now, according to this book, the demon chews gambling, liquor, prostitution and slaughter. And when you think about it, how can God be a demon and also get involved in all sorts of immoral acts? Because God is holy. Now let's take a look at the God of the Bible, which is the God of the Bible is quite different and he's unique. The God of the Bible is holy and holiness means that God of the Bible, he's superior and he's powerful than every creature and everything in the universe. His uniqueness lies in his ability to forgive people and provide them with his unconditional love. As it says in 2 Timothy 1.9, it says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything that we have done but because of his own purpose and grace now this grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time so you can be pure only when you learn to trust God 
and he himself will purify you as it says in 1 John 3:3 Apart from child and human sacrifices which are cultic acts widows in India are also mistreated Now the same people who worship female gods treat women poorly Now let me give you a couple of examples When a woman marries a man and after marriage he dies due to a car accident or some kind of illness the relatives and her people will call this woman as man eater they will blame her for her husband's death now this woman is expected to mourn until she dies in many cultures women is expected to leave her house by giving up her jewelry, her colorful clothes, and is asked to live in ashram or temples with saints or men who call themselves as god. She's even expected to shave her head. Widows are expected to follow rules that are imposed on them by society. Many times the saints would rape the women and sell her to sex traffickers. But the Bible says, "Cursed be anyone who perverts the justice due to the sojourners, the fatherless and widows." Exodus 22:22 says, "You shall not mistreat any widow or fatherless child." In the New Testament, Mark 12:40 says, "It says, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers." they will receive the great condemnation so the god of the bible is very considerate and loving towards widows and he will not tolerate any form of unjust acts against them these things people practice all sorts of things they are involved in rituals and ceremonies rather than just worshiping and having or maintaining a relationship with god They believe people in India believe in all sorts of superstition. When it comes to superstition, um let me give you an example of couple of them. First superstition is sweeping floor in the evening. People believe that when you sweep floor in the evening, you will drive away Lakshmi, the Hindu goddess for money. Now I think This goddess have problem with basic hygiene. The second the second form of superstition is cutting nails and hair on Saturday. People say that when you cut nails and hair on Saturday, then you will bring bad luck and you will make Shani, which is planet Saturn, angry. Now even planets are worshiped as god in India. quite interesting the third form um that people the fourth third form of superstition that people practice is a little silly if a crow poops on you then it is believed that you will get money <laughs> doesn't it not make doesn't not make you laugh and the the fourth superstition um is related to what i was talking earlier about widows now it is believed that women who are born on tuesdays have astrological problem 
called Manglik Dosh. Their planets are not aligned properly based on the palm readers or astrologers. And people follow them blindly. So according to the astrologers or the palm readers, they say that if this is the case, then the woman, she must marry a tree before she marries her husband. Oh my God. I know this is too much to handle, but I'm telling you all the torture the women in India has to face. Now, India's literacy rate is 75%. Even, but even the illiterate people practice this irrational and illogical superstition. The word of God in 1 Timothy 4 says, Have nothing to do with irrelevant silly myths. Rather, train yourself for godliness. Godliness is achieved only when you trust God and ask Him to clean your heart, soul and your spirit. Deuteronomy 18.20-12 Pay attention to this. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughters in the fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omen, engages in witchcraft or cast spells or who is a medium or spirits who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Because of these same detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. And I, and I, and I really believe that these practices are purely wicked. You don't have to know your future by visiting a psychic. You don't have to know your future by visiting a palm reader or by reading your horoscope. Learn to trust God. Learn to trust God. For the Bible says, as long as you are in my hand, that is God's hand, you are safe. God knew you even before you were born. He knew you while you were in your mother's womb. Wasn't he the one who created you? So learn on, lean on him for your future and for all your needs. Jesus' death on the cross is enough for you. And don't try to add more to the saving works of Jesus. We all know that we are sinners, but God can forgive you in spite of your sin. Your reality with God is not a matter of outward conformity to religious rituals. Your reality with God is a matter of obedience to Him. Therefore, rituals and traditions are not important. Your relationship with God is important. So learn to control your thoughts and actions and ask God to help you to achieve this. Jesus Christ came to set the captives free. There is freedom when you accept Jesus in your life. You are free from religious bondages that were trying to bind you, control you. Jesus Christ, the living God, who died and rose again, is now seated at the right hand of God. He is the God to be worshipped. His love for you is unconditional. And as I close my message, I would like to pray for people who feel that they are under this bondage.
you're feeling a burden in your heart, if you feel that you are struggling to overcome sin in your life, if you're struggling to accept God in your life, if you need a breakthrough in your life, I request you to kindly close your eyes. Heavenly Father, the God Most High, my Redeemer, my Savior, I pray and invite the Holy Spirit that as these people are praying, Lord, you touch them and you minister to them. Lord, I pray for your people, Lord. I pray as they are praying. I decree and declare by the power and authority given to me by my Lord Jesus Christ, that as this person is trying to reach out to you for help, by your righteousness, Lord, you set them free. I pray that may you take over their lives, their thoughts, and I place them unto thy feet. I declare, Lord, that no plan of enemy shall prosper in their lives from this time forth and forever. I declare, Lord, that no plans of enemy shall prosper in their lives. Lord, I know that as this person is praying, you have sent your angels to protect and to guard them. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your presence, for your power, for your touch, Lord. We give you all the glory and praise. Amen and amen. God bless you all. And thank you, Pastor Fernando, for, for this opportunity. Blessings. Blessings.